on the band from ringside podcast it looks like bronze turning heel maybe uh becky lynch still completely over with the crowd ko quits and hey beefers your boys are going all in this weekend tonight's on the band from ringside podcast Ditch that nine to five. It's time to feel alive. Hello, Mark. So welcome to the Band from Ringside podcast. I am your host, Bill Vagie, a.k.a. the Grim Beaver. And to my <laughs> right, as always, we have two beers. Zach Pullman. What's going on, two beer? I like that one. That was good. Thanks, man. Yeah, and I'm just ready for this week to be over so we can be all in. And it's going to be a good holiday weekend. Looking forward to this weekend, definitely. And to his right, stressed out from all the stress. <laughs> Turn and gray. We have Jason Cornelius Bell. What's going on, JCB? From the good book of Band from Ringside, chapter 3, verse 14. And the good Mark saith, hashtag boo the heels. It's all good, <laughs> baby. Getting the grays, but we going to work it out. Chicago, we on the way, baby. Hey, guys. We're coming at you from the exquisite Shock City Studios in beautiful St. Louis, Missouri tonight. It is murder capital n- of the world. It's outside, but it is heating up inside. We got Sam the Mauler Mall turning the knobs tonight. Mr. Perfect's in the house. Uh, we got a bunch of stuff to talk to. We're very excited about the weekend. All in is coming up. Before we get too far into it. Our first sponsor tonight, that day one-ish, we got Soul Taco. Soul Taco, that Korean-Mexican fusion food that if you never have, you didn't know you needed. We got places in the U-City Loop. Two food trucks driving on the St. Louis area, Champaign, Illinois, Chicago, Illinois. So if you're up there for all in this weekend, stop by and get yourself some Soul Taco. Also, Chesterfield, Missouri, and Columbia, Missouri. Guys, they got the best fast casual food on this planet and maybe in any other planet i mean depending on how many other how many other restaurants there are in the universe but they got (laughs) i'm just saying guys i've been thinking about the fermi paradox lately if you guys don't know about the fermi paradox go get yourself some but they got uh delicious tacos quesadillas burritos pot stickers them kimchi fries do yourself a favor go get yourself some soul taco tell them the band from ringside sent you and without further ado, we're going to get to our one count. Three counts. <laughs> this is what happens when I don't drink before the show. I'm completely off. Like, if, you, if you're going to take the test high, you got to study high. You right, know what I mean? Right, right, yeah, right. That, right. That, that logic works out. Yeah, yeah. every time. So we're going to get to our three count. JCB, <laughs> what's, our, what's the one count of the three count? Obviously, for us, it is a huge deal. Chicago, we're on the way. StarCast slash All In this weekend. We will be at StarCast on Saturday. I believe the doors open, if not 9, 10 o'clock at the latest Central Standard Time. Your boys will have a nice little table with some microphones, some sweet free swag, the whole shebang. So definitely come on out. Holler at your boys. Get the free swag. But also, in addition, go see the other podcast. Tell them how great we are, but go see them as well. Outside of that, um, the all-in, obviously, the all-in card starts, I think you said, what, 5 o'clock on Saturday? 5.30. Uh, yes, 5.30. Uh, the main show is 7 to 11, but then there's an hour of WGN beforehand. Okay, so 
that's basically what we're looking at for Saturday. It should be an amazing event. I'm looking forward to it, even though it has cost me a little uh, gray hair for the last couple of days, getting these last little minutes, little details together. But we will be there. I hope to see you there. If not, you're, if you're not there, hit us up on uh, all of our social media networks. Uh, just so while I'm thinking about it, uh, Facebook, Band from Ringside Podcast, Friends of BFR. Join Friends of BFR. Talk to us on uh, that social media. On Twitter, we are I am JCB, uh, BFR JCB, BFR Zach, all lowercase letters with an H, BFR Bill. Give him some followers. He needs some love. And BFR Pot on Twitter. Really lagging behind and the followers. BFR on <laughs> Instagram. <laughs> Nonetheless, like I said, I'm I try excited. retweeting all my funniest shit from the big See, one that's you, got all the followers. You gotta let and me do it. Yeah, nobody you gotta else. Let me do it. Nobody, See, nobody there, likes my stuff. All my trick. best stuff. There's a trick. See, you, you just gotta make friends. Calling call everybody nerds and geeks every week isn't gonna do you any good. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> bottom line is the early part of Saturday. Come check us out at. Uh, Starcast Convention Road. Then, Zach, I'm sure you have the all-in card for us. I got the card. And also, if you guys can't make it up, you know, locally, you know, check us out on uh, Fight Network. Like, Starcast will be on there. So, hopefully... uh, it's fight.tv. F-I-T-E dot TV. Yeah. So, we'll be there. And you can catch out, catch all in, a variety of pay-per-view. It'll be on New Japan a couple days after also. But uh, yeah, so running down the card, uh, big one. We got Nick Aldis versus Cody Rhodes for the NWA Championship. Uh, we got Kazuchika Okada versus Marty Skrull. Uh, Joey Janela versus Hangman Page. Uh, in a got, Chicago street fight. In a Chicago street fight, yeah. In Chicago. It's like having a <laughs> Chicago hot dog in Chicago. It's like incestuous. I mean, it'd be weird to have a Chicago street fight elsewhere. I feel like they've done it. They probably have. Yeah. Once or twice. Uh, then what is being billed as the main event? We've got uh, Rey Mysterio, Phoenix, and Bandito uh, versus the Golden Elite, which is Matt Jackson, Nick Jackson, and Kota Ibushi. In the secondary main event, we got Kenny Omega versus Pentagon Jr. I'm sure those guys are going to tear the house down. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got Christopher Daniels versus Stephen Amell of, of Arrow fame, WWB I Network. I mean, I remember he he wrestled at WrestleMania, right? I think it was a SummerSlam. But what is Arrow? Arrow's, it's a really popular TV show. It's a DC universe. He's a DC superhero. Is it on the WB or something? Yeah, it's one of those. Okay, all right. Or the CW. I yeah. say WB, but it's the CW. Uh, then we got the Briscoe Brothers. This is going to be on the pre-show, so you guys can catch it on WGN if you guys have standard cable. Who has that anymore? I mean, Jesus. <laughs> I do, uh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I do too. Yeah, well, good for you guys. Always. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Just rolling it <laughs> so over the, here. So the Briscoe Brothers versus SoCal Uncensored, which is Kazarian and Scorpio Sky, is on the pre-show? That's on the pre-show along with the over-budget Battle Royal, which is a fucking hilarious name for a Battle Royal, which just means they're trying to get as many people on the card as possible. Exactly. Uh, in that, you got Jordan Grace, who's a female, which is kind of interesting. Uh, Moose, Rocky Romero, Cole Cabana, Ethan Page, Brian Cage, who's fucking huge. Yeah, I was about to say, Vince sees him. It's over. Oh, God. Uh, Billy Gunn, Kips Up, uh, Jimmy Jacobs, Marco Stunt, Brandon Cutler, and Punishment Martinez. The winner of that is going to face Jay Lethal in a singles match for the ROH World Championship. And then we have a four-way match, a uh, women's match, Madison Rain, Britt Britt Baker, Chelsea Green, and Tessa Blanchard. So, pretty and, stacked card. Oh, yeah. you forgot about Omega versus Pentagon Jr. Don't say that. I said it. Oh, I my bad. Um, who wins that battle royal? It's got to be Cabana, right? Either that or uh, I heard some people talking today. Uh, Flip Gordon, the whole thing is that Flip Gordon is not all in. He's doing a viewing party out in the, the parking, parking lot. lot. So, the 
the kind of gag uh, that they were talking about was that uh, Flip Gordon was would go in masked as his character on being the elite and win the battle, battle royal, royal masked and then uh, wrestle Jay Lethal. Now, for, and that would be how he would get all in. Forgive me if this is obvious to other people that are more in tune with Bandito because I don't know much about Bandito, but it says that that... that uh, tag team of Mysterio Phoenix and Bandito has Theo Rossi with him. Theo Rossi is was Juice in the Sons of Anarchy. And uh and I just clicked on him just to make sure it's the same one and it's the same one. So I don't know why I, I don't know what no spoilers. I only got six episodes left. I'm in the middle of watching it right now, but it's kinda weird um that Theo Rossi is in it. By the way <laughs> Never By the mind. Way. I got so much Sons of Anarchy stuff to talk about. Like sure they got Marilyn Manson and Courtney Love and Dave Navarro all like having recurring characters. It's like, what are you guys doing? He's gonna start a uh, Sons of Anarchy <laughs> podcast with Steve Patterson. I might do it. It oh, might just be God. Sons of Anarchy and Baron Corbin. What match are you guys looking forward to the most? Well, that's tough. I mean, you can always say a Kenny Omega match because especially versus Pentagon, but um, I really am very excited for that six-man tag, especially with Ray in there. I think, uh, you know, got Kota Ibushi is one of the best in the world right now. Yeah. Fucking Young Bucks, it's their show. Of course they're going to go all out. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be pretty wild. Um, they're counting on this thing to win, or they're counting on this thing to do really well. So Shit, uh, it's already done well. Yeah, I was going to say. But they don't want to... The only way I think this quote unquote flops is if you don't get the pay per view buys. I mean, you already got the the, the venue sold out. Merch is going to get sold out to Yin Yang if you already haven't already gotten it. I mean, the city itself has reaped the rewards. Now, the only thing you're really worried about is people watching it from home. We're right. going to make tens of dollars, <laughs> and the young bucks are going to make so much money. Yeah, I, I don't know about the pay per view buys because most of the people that would buy this on pay per view uh, are doing podcasts at Starcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, everybody. Jason, what match are you uh, looking forward to? Uh, outside of Cody, Nick, all this. Um, I'm kind of looking for uh, Hangman Page and Joey Janela. Ooh, that's a sleeper hit. Yeah, I was getting ready to say I don't. I'm sure a lot of people know Joey Janela. I've seen a handful of his matches, and everybody knows I'm a Hangman Page mark out of the ass. I think that's going to be one of the better matches that nobody really knows about. Uh, Okada's girl. Duh. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, that's. I mean, I'm really looking forward to that. If if we see the same Okada we saw. Uh, during the the G one tour, we're going to see a lot of comedy. That's going to be your comedy match of the night. Oh yeah, and you got Marty Skrull who right, who was you know, total comedy. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I mean, very very granted. Comic. Yeah, granted, he can get it get the. We job should have made him a BFR umbrella. Oh, son of a bitch! I know. Now we say it. I mean, you're fired. There's no chance that he was going to use it though. He might be like, uh, yeah, and just throw it into the pile of all the other uh, all the other umbrellas that people give him all the time. He's like, like oh, I wonder man. how many like pick. I wonder how many like hand drawn paintings of Razor Ramon Scott Hall has. Like he just threw them all in a hotel dumpster every night. Like, say, you want this painting? <laughs> Five bucks. But uh, yeah, we we are Jason and I. You're going up tomorrow. Zach on Friday. Yep. And uh, so anybody from that's listening or friends of BFR crew, uh, I'm cutting out early. I hope nobody at my company's listening to this. And uh, I'm going to cut out early on the holiday weekend and uh, head to Schoenberg. So fucking hit me up. Let's fucking fill our stomachs with Soul Taco and Fireball. 
Oh. Not a sponsor, Fireball. Yeah, not a sponsor. <laughs> Soul Taco, for sure. I was going to uh, say, Fireball's going to get us in trouble this weekend. <laughs> Jason and I are heading up very, very, very Woo! early Saturday morning. Can't wait. Jason uh, is doing your boy a solid here and driving while I get my uh, four hours of sleep on the way up there. So Somebody's got to interview these guys. Can't be me. <laughs> Uh, no, I you mean, I, I need that four hours of sleep. You know? <laughs> I know. That's so, why you're sleeping. Guys, uh, seriously, uh, get StarCast if you can. Look at us. Look for us on Fight TV. Look for the all-in pay-per-view because we are psyched, and it is going to be quite the event. So that's Change it. Change the game, baby. Yeah, it's changing the game. And without further ado, let's get to our, what is it? Duke out. Zach, what you got? Uh, so we got the Braun Strowman heel turn, which is an interesting dynamic considering he has done heel tactics for, oh, I don't know, <laughs> the last year and has been completely organically over as a baby face. I mean, he threw Roman Reigns in a trash compactor. Was it Kane? One of them. I, I can't remember. No, no. He got thrown in a trash compactor. Oh, he got thrown. That was Roman Reigns murdering him. So he murdered Roman Reigns, <laughs> who's also a baby face. So he murdered Roman Reigns by backing that ambulance into, or he tipped over the ambulance no. and he backed into a tractor trailer. No, Roman Reigns was driving the ambulance. Oh, Jesus. See, this is, it's, it's the same shit. It's the same shit. <laughs> He has uh, been pretty healers towards yeah. KO, though. But he's yeah, been, I was about to say, KO's he threw KO off of, off of a cage. That's the most recent example. But he's done other heel shit. He did, you know, pull down that fucking giant uh, backstage scaffold. scaffold. Yeah, he flipped over the truck. Yeah, yeah. he's been, he's been done that. So he's been it. doing heel shit, but he's organically over as a baby face. So, you know, what does WWE do whenever somebody's over as a baby face? They turn him heel. Oh, it's so dumb, man. Like... The only reason they're turning him heel is because he's against Roman and the Shield. That's the, the shield, only reason. That's the only reason. And the only reason that the Shield got back together was once again to try to put over Roman as a babyface, which was all of it. That's all. Like you say, all roads lead to Roman. It, the whole thing is leading to Roman. And the only reason that Braun even looks like a heel is because he stood in the middle of the ring at the end of Raw and locked hands with. Dolph Ziggler and McIntyre, who were over as heels, who are over as heels, to team up against the Shield, who did some heelish shit last week. Yeah, who are also kind of acting like heels. Yeah, it's not like there's nuance in this. It's just, let's just drive it as hard as we can to try to get Roman over. I did like that they did the the turn with him just not helping. It wasn't like he just went and attacked, because if he goes and attacks people, he gets cheered. So Every I, time. I guess the question is, Jason, is this a heel turn? Yeah. I'm sorry. Tagging and not coming in, that's a heel move. When you're jumping people with multiple guys with one on one guy, that's a heel move. It screams heel move. Everything you guys have said up to this point is absolutely correct. But this is what I was kind of hoping for last week. I just don't want to see the shield run rampant. If it's Braun, Dolph Ziggler, and, and Drew McIntyre that's going to you know hold the other side of the court, then so be it. Fine. I don't care. U- ultimately, this is going to lead to Roman going over Braun Strowman is my guess. But in the meantime, let them fight it out for the next few months. They're going to fight down in uh, the, the Super Show down in Australia. They're going to have a, a match somewhere in between. I'm sure they're going to have one in Saudi Arabia. In Saudi Arabia. So, I mean, this is 
as much as I don't like the angle because I just don't like how Seth and Dean are going to disappear and lose their own individual identity, especially for Seth Rollins, who's been basically carrying Raw for the better part of two or three months. And now all of a sudden he's basically now be back to a, you know, here's my sidekick role, you know, oh, we got family business. No, it's Roman Reigns business. Okay, let's just call it for what it is. It's Roman Reigns business and Vince is going to put everybody in the position to help Roman Reigns gets over. If that means Dean Ambrose, who looked good two weeks ago, has to wrestle Jinder Mahal this week, so be it. If Seth Rollins has a fucking match of the year candidate against against KO, oh, that's great. But guess what? We got to still talk about Roman Reigns at the end. The bottom line is this is about Roman and people that don't get it are Roman Reigns fans. And dare I say short for fanatical because you don't see the big picture. That's, I mean, that's exactly right. Yep. I mean, Seth Rollins, it should be noted, because you said that Seth Rollins has been carrying <clears throat> Raw for the last few months, and that's a good point. And it's also fair to say that when he was a heel and he was a champion, he also carried Raw for about eight months. I mean, Seth Rollins is one of the most valuable guys they have, and this goes back to, by virtue of Braun Strowman standing at the end of Raw with Ziggler and McIntyre, in Vince's mind, that makes him a heel. Now he's a heel. So to have Seth spend months getting over as the biggest baby face in the company. The Am- workhorse. Ambrose comes back hot. People are happy to see him. Ambrose, as much as I'd like him to be a heel, he is over. He is way, way, way over as a face and works as a face. I mean, I, I think he'd be a better heel, but he's great as a face. So to take all that shine that those two guys have and to bring it out to help out Roman and it really didn't help when Roman came out to open up the show on Monday night he was still getting booed if they'd have came out together it wouldn't have been that way but go ahead no I know it's almost like Vince was like well now it's like he pulled the plug too early it's like man you gotta let them ride together for a while as baby faces for a while if you're gonna have this work and then to use all of that capital that those guys have built up just to have I don't even know. Is it just to get Braun over as a heel? Like, are, are they just, I mean, they're trying to get Braun over as a heel more to get Roman over as a face more. Yeah, and they're using the face status of Rollins and Ambrose simply to get Roman over more as That's a face. Their, uh, Not to elevate those two, no. but to get Roman over more. Yeah, they're, 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 they are on their hands and knees, and he's standing on their backs trying to get over as a baby face and, when it's something that comes so natural for those guys. Like, those are two of the biggest baby faces in the company. Ambrose has been, since the Shield broke up, that guy has been way, way he over. He was carrying SmackDown a year and a half ago. Yeah, against AJ. Yeah. Against heel AJ. So, it's got Vince written all over it, is the bottom line. He can't accept the fact that for whatever he's done for a better part of two or three years, the majority of fans, and you say it all the time, fans that can grow, grow facial hair aren't Roman Reigns fans, okay? We're just not. That was, I, I didn't make that up. Somebody used to say that about John Cena, but it is absolutely okay. true. If you're a woman or a child, you like John, John Cena, Cena. You, and I don't mean to generalize all women, but children for, for sure. sure. Love Roman Reigns, yeah. and God bless him for it. This is just Vince's is way very, to make very, very attractive. Look, he's a pretty boy, okay? I don't care. I mean, he's ruggedly handsome. Fuck him. So what? The bottom line is, is Vince is trying to I maneuver mean, really. it to really handsome though I mean, <laughs> and, I, and okay still fuck him for being really really ruggedly handsome Vince is trying to make us you know react the way he wants to react and the, the fans just aren't having it I'm talking 
really handsome though. Like, the, did I go one one too many times to the well for the joke? Never no. mind. I hear what you're saying. <laughs> I hear. I you hear. You go one too many times to the well. But I mean, this is Vince fighting against what the fans want. This is Vince saying Braun is super over as a baby face, and Roman everybody fucking hates him. So let's try the opposite right, right. now. And, and it it's not going to work. It, you can. I don't know if there is a heel alive that can get Roman Reigns over as a face as of today. Ciampa couldn't do it. Osama been jobbing. You're going to say you're going to dig his ass up? He couldn't do it. There's not. Ciampa might be able to. No, he couldn't. You, you Look, if Tommaso Ciampa shows up at Hell in a Cell and proceeds to lay the smackdown on Roman Reigns. People are going to boo Tommaso Ciampa? Well, not not people that can grow facial hair, no. I mean, that's true. I mean, he would get over his... I mean, it's also has to do... Motherfuckers would love that shit. They if would any, go bonkers. If this segment has taught me anything, it's that I have more in common with seven-year-old girls than I thought. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I you think know it's what? that time. I, I still like Roman. <laughs> I hate I hate what Vince is doing, but I, st- I, I, still like, I, I still like Roman. You know what, though? This is a good segue into our three counts... And the three count is kind of the same thing. It's the same story, different gender, different brand. Yeah, where Becky Lynch, they had Becky Lynch turn heel at the end of SummerSlam against Charlotte, who was a way better heel. And the crowd is going crazy for Becky Lynch. Still, they still, like, she's still throwing beatdowns two weeks in a row on Charlotte. And at the end of... SmackDown this week. They when, see you too, by the way. <laughs> Go at, ahead. At the end of SmackDown this week, when Becky Lynch came out for the beatdown after Charlotte uh, won her rematch against Carmella, Becky's going for mega heel heat. She even had like winged shoes on that like looked kind of heelish, and she's throwing a beat down onto Charlotte, and the place is going, let's go, Becky. Let's oh, yeah. go, Becky. Like she is over, and it is time to strike while the iron is hot. It is time. Remember when they tried making Daniel Bryan part of the Wyatt family? Ugh. And and the everybody just rebelled and they called an audible the next week and had him turn against the Wyatt family. I think that shit only lasted one or two weeks. I'm sure it wasn't I'm, long. I mean, I might get corrected. It is time to switch this around and make babe, make Becky the babyface. People are used to Becky being underused. They've been wanting to cheer Becky for a long time, and now that she's put into a meaningful feud, they need to make her the babyface. They have some Stone Cold Steve Austin-esque heat behind Becky Lynch, and they could put her over. They could make her the biggest babyface in the company. Okay, see, this is where I have a problem with it, or, or maybe better choice of words, the, the the man that's being used in the sins. You want Becky Lynch to be the anti-hero. Okay, I get that. But when I think of, when I'm closing my eyes right now, and I think Becky being stone cold, I'm seeing her slamming beers, and I don't, that's not, obviously that's not what we're going for. I said-esque. Okay, obviously that's not what we're going for, but I don't think that so like Becky... like chugging it, Chardonnay. okay. You know, you, nobody brags like, about, you know... Sounds more like this guy. Yeah, that's, that's Nobody that. brags about slamming Riesling except for Kanye West, okay? So all, that's all I'm going to say on that. What should have happened, and they messed it up, but you can still do it and get away with it, they should have Charlotte as the natural heel, Becky as the natural face, somehow at, um, what was it? What was the last pay-per-view? SummerSlam. SummerSlam, thank you. See how great that was? <laughs> you should have flipped it where Charlotte 
sneakily gets the win, and then after the fact, she jumps Becky Lynch, fucks her up real good. That's puts way her, better. Puts her in like the you know the the figure eight, won't let it go. So now you really have sympathy for Becky. So you still have the same thing. Charlotte is the champ in her natural position as heel. Becky is the challenger in her natural position as a face. Chasing. The crowd the crowd would go Chasing. shit face ape shit over this. And everything is right in the world because if you really want Charlotte versus Ronda Rousey, Ronda Rousey's not going to be the heel. Yeah. Ronda Rousey's going to be the face. So, and so you need the heel that's to, exactly to counteract it. that. So if your end game is Charlotte Ronda, which it should be, it makes sense for WrestleMania and you know, beyond or whatever, the only hiccup is... I think Becky Ronda sounds better. It, it absolutely could be, but... Not in the eyes of Vince. No, don't say he ain't worried about the, you right now. Whatever Shit. you said, especially WrestleMania. Yeah, whenever you said it's very similar and it leads us to our three or one count, three count. I see. I can't even tell, but that's because I'm drinking. Um, <laughs> it's because Charlotte is the fucking female Roman Reigns. That's what they're doing to her. It's not her fault. Same way, it's not Roman's fault. They're talented wrestlers who go out every day and do their job and they do what they're told. And neither one of them's like an amazing talker, but they both get big reactions, and they're yeah. both very talented in the ring, and they're both faces of the company. They want Charlotte like Flair's status. Like they want the son, the daughter of Ric Flair, to be the face of WWE Women's Division. Agreed. And that's the problem. It's it's a, it's the same problem with Roman Reigns that we have with with Charlotte. It's it's the same thing with Becky Lynch and Braun Strowman. Neither one of them should be heels, but they're both heels because. The people that they want to push, they want to push his faces. Yeah, I mean, I agree to a certain extent. It's not, it's not a perfect analogy just because Charlotte has been a heel before and a very and she's a really good heel. one. Yeah. And they've never, said, they've never given Reigns the chance. She wants yeah. to go back to being a heel. I mean, goddamn, this I, I don't, shit. I don't even think they're pushing against the grain as much with Charlotte. I think that people like Charlotte as a face. I, it works. I just, I just think that Becky's they're they're ready to erupt for Becky. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna leave that one. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right pass. after I said it. About <laughs> to say pass on that. Take a pin, Rich. Take a pin. All right, so that's gonna do it for our three count. And our second sponsor tonight is JJ Twigs on Southampton. JJ Twigs on Southampton, guys. If you get a hold of me Mm-mm. or any of my cohorts. Here at the Band from Ringside podcast, they will let me know because I, I still have gift cards from JJ Twigs. And all you got to do is hit me up, slide into my DMs. Head first, say, baby. Hey, Grim Beefer, I want some gift cards to JJ Twigs. And then you can go there and you can, you'll have to pay for your drinks. But I have $10 gift cards <laughs> that, will, that will take off for your pizzas now they have this pizza called the gravy train that's got authentic chicago style italian beef and giardinera and i recently saw an article on twitter recently that said i think it was on the ringer that said giardinera is the best pizza topping that you've probably never gotten on a pizza and it's hard to argue with that's a true story okay they are pickled peppers man and they are delicious on the pizza and they got some great giardinera at uh peter piper picked those bitches (laughs) one time just because we live so close, we went some Jardinera from home. For home, I called up JJ Twigs. I said, "Give me a pint of Jardinera," and they gave it to me. 
very reasonable price. Now, I'm not saying that's what you should do when you go to JJ Twins. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, saying, I'm just somebody's saying, got pool. I'm just saying that's how cool they are. That's how cool they are. Go there, get get the meet me in St. Louis. Meet with the M E A T me in St. Louis. Jason and I had that without you recently. Italian, oh, what the heck? Italian sausage, grains, beef, pepper, pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and bacon sounds good to sex. So go to JJ Twigs on Southampton. They're a friend of the show. They're a sponsor of the show. Tell them the band from Ringside sent you. This is band from Ringside. All right, guys, we got some odds and ends here. Uh, Kevin Owens, after losing a. Gr- the best best match of the night easily on Raw with Rollins. That was a, the best Raw match of the year. That was a pay-per-view that was a pay-per-view level style match uh versus Seth Rollins and KO last about 23 minutes. KO sat in the middle of the ring throughout the commercial. When they came back from the commercial, he looked dejected and he just picked up the microphone and said two words, said I quit and he walked out. I was going to text you see if you were okay. I'm okay because it means creative's got something for him. So what's creative got for him? Uh, I think he might come back at Hell in the Cell and uh, and and uh, stop Braun Strowman from winning the title. That could be good. It was uh, it was also the fifth most Googled thing Monday night was Kevin Kevin's Owens quit. quit. Yeah, was so. what fifth most Googled thing. Was Kevin Owens what? Kevin o- like Kevin Owens quitting. Oh, really? Uh, because he went all in with the social media. He deleted all of his posts, and he put his. He even went to pro wrestling tees and put his old like ROH t shirts back on sale. Really? Yeah, yeah like, I think I'm gonna start stacking. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you bullshit. Man, that'd be cool if he was all in. Oh yeah, so I think that's Stop kind it. of the angle that they're going. You know, because Neville was. Yeah, we might talk about that, but yeah, Neville, his contract was released, so, I mean, he could show up at All In, but I think that's the angle that they're playing is, you know, he's a free agent, you know, he can, he quit, and, yeah, but it's it's storyline. Jason, what do you think Creative's got for him? Uh, Paul Heyman doesn't have anything to do, Kevin Owens ain't got anything to do, I keep reading it, it kind of makes sense, somewhat, but Kevin Owens could talk. Yeah, he didn't need him. He really doesn't need him, Neither but... Neither did Punk. I mean, Punk didn't need them, okay. but they were good together. Okay, that's I guess long story short, that's where I'm I'm leaning towards because it kind of makes sense. Paul Heyman needs to be on this show, not necessarily on a week to week basis, but more than enough to. He needs to be in the a, fucking writing room every week, is what he needs to be. Well, I'm pretty sure I, he is. We, I don't the, know. He I was, was say, for the Roman Braun stuff. Okay, I think he maybe let's just say he's in for certain spots, maybe not writing for all three hours. Ultimately, I guess where I'm going with this is that when you have talent like Paul Heyman and Kevin Owens, they need to be utilized. God forbid if you put these two jokers together, man, shit, I'm a, I'm all in for that. Yeah, I know. I mean, Kevin Owens could win the title. I mean, Braun Strowman's – do you think the Braun Strowman's going to win the title at Hell in a Cell? No. No? Hell no. They're not going to give it away. God, if they're going to have him be the heel, then you might as well have Roman Chase for a while. I, yeah, I mean, that could be. They they spent three and a half years getting this fucking belt on Roman. Ain't no way he loses defense one. Ain't yeah, no way. That sucks. No, I, not defense one, but I mean, I can see him putting it on him eventually. Not Hell in a Cell. But. No, no. There's no way fucking Braun Strowman wins on, on, on at Hell in a Cell. No All way. right, so uh, Zach Pullman must be pretty happy because next week the Revival has a title shot for the tag titles yeah. against the B team. What do we think? We think the Revival's going to take it Monday night? Fuck. I mean, I would hope so, but probably not because they... <laughs> 
They, they, I was about to say, they did everything known to man but win the titles. They beat, um, I was going to say Bray Wyatt. <laughs> they beat Bo Dallas and Curtis Axman singles. They beat them non-title tag. Yeah. So now next week, you know they're going to lose. Exactly. You know they're going to lose. 50-50. Okay. It's go- Look, I-, I will be the first to admit I'm a revival mark. I want them to win. God forbid if you actually put a little effort into the tag division, you might get something out of it. Vince don't give a shit about they, the tag team they division. They are perfect foils for the B team, though. I mean, oh, yeah, because they're they serious wanna, wrestlers. They're serious wrestlers. They're not, yeah, they're not super happy-go-lucky. Like, to have the B team chasing the Revival for a month or two makes a lot more sense than having the Revival chase the B team. I'm not going to disagree with it. I just, I but don't I think I think Vince, just because it makes sense, it's not going to happen. happen. There you go. Um, Trish Stratus made her return the other night in Toronto. Jason's trying not to grunt. Um, Trish Stratus came out during an Elias segment, of all things, which I thought was pretty good. Uh, I really liked Elias' line where he goes, they were in Toronto, and he said, you know, Drake had the song where he said, started started at the bottom, now we're here. And when he said the bottom, he was talking about literally here, (laughs) Toronto, (laughs) which was good. There was a bunch of, there was a lot of cheap heat. This week for uh, Canada and stuff. To me, oh, yeah. to me, that was the uh, that was the funniest one. Ko was perfect oh, with the GP. Oh my god! Because they all wanted to cheer him because he's from Canada and he he turned it right around and that's why he's the fucking best. Okay. I can't think of a better place to take that inter- intercontinental title than here in Toronto. Oh wait, no, I can <laughs> think of a better place. <laughs> Montreal. Like, thank you. And then, you are wasting this man's time. And then he spoke in French to the crowd for right? a while. And the translation was, what do I care? You've all already bought my t-shirts. I've already made all the money. Oh, do all God. you want. That's awesome. <laughs> That's he said to him in right French. There. Um, English is his second language. That's crazy. Apparently, he learned English from watching wrestling. At least that's what they said on uh, the episode of Monday Night Raw, which is kind of scary to begin with. But nonetheless, if that's the case, man, that dude is really, really smarter than most people should be. And uh, he, he gets is. he really gets the psychology, especially like you were saying when he he flipped it and spoke the second language. Man, shit. I was literally at Tinder's house just giggling my ass off. So Trish came out during the Elias segment, and then... Um, Elias said he doesn't date 60-year-olds. Yeah. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> Which is ridiculous. Uh, uh, Ra- she's 60, dude. Yeah, sign me up. Ronda, Ronda Rousey and Natty came out, and then Alexa and Alicia. Alexa talked a whole bunch of shit to Trish. I almost think... Seeing Alexa and Trish on the TV at the same time made me think that they shouldn't be fighting each other because, man, does does Alexa look like a young Trish Stratus? Yeah, she looks she looks very similar to a young Trish Stratus. Yeah, and God forbid, you know, Sasha and Trish might be the better actual match, but I mean, if you want to be a house show, so be it. Sasha Trish would be a better match, um, but I could see Trish putting Alexa over. Nah, no, you bet not. Nah, Trish is going over. Um, Hardy Let's see those pay per view predictions. Jeff Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, champ, calm down. RKO on the face paint. Jeff Hardy cut a terrible promo, and then RKO came out and matched him, and then they kind of did some harmony for a terrible promo when uh, Orton called himself RK, and then Hardy says, no, and it's like, God, do not let these guys talk to each other. But apparently that match is going to be in a hell in a cell, and AJ versus Joe ain't. No, it's on the card. It's on the car, but it's not in a cell. Yeah, that's lame. 
Hard, if I read it right, Hardy versus RKO is in a cell. It is. I feel like if you're calling a fucking pay-per-view hell in a cell, every match is in a cell. Everyone. Well, okay. I'm not sure I agree with that. Tables, ladders, and chairs. Every fucking match has tables, ladders, and chairs. Tables or ladders or chairs or a combination. Whatever. There's only a cell. I mean, like... In, in Two Beers' defense, if you really stop and think about it, AJ and Samoa Joe should definitely be in a cell. Charlotte and uh, Becky Lynch should definitely be in a cell. Now, from that point, I don't necessarily think I want to see Miz and Maurice and Daniel Bryan and, and Be- um, Brie Bell in the no, cell. just get them off the fucking card. Well, uh, <laughs> the only reason they're having that match is just to prolong Daniel Bryan versus Miz. Which is gonna, fine. I understand yeah, that. They're going to go for a long way with it. Um, let's see. Uh, AJ versus Joe. They got, they're going to need to progress this story a little bit longer than Joe making fake phone calls to AJ's wife. Yeah. I mean, Joe's the only one that's really making this thing work. Like, uh, the only reason I say that is because Joe can make anything work. Yeah. AJ's not a talker. We know that. Am I, am I the only one a little bored by AJ's champ? It's time. I mean, we're, we're getting there. Uh, I mean, he, the biggest problem was all those Nagamura defenses. Yeah. And that program just sucked whenever we thought it was going to be the best thing we've ever seen. It's almost like they tried to do uh, a New Japan style feud where it didn't have to be. It didn't. It's like they just wanted to show the two best guys against each other for oh, for like over and over and over again. And it just didn't. It just didn't do it. And you know what? AJ kind of had a disappointing. Not kind of. AJ had a disappointing feud against KO too. So. It might be creative. I mean, the, I think it was booking. The matches are good. Uh, they haven't been great. AJ hasn't had a great WWE match since Cena. Cena. That Cena program was hot. Okay. When, when we and say- Shane, Shane was good, too, which says something because Shane's not an amazing wrestler. Okay. Kind of stole my thunder a little bit, but neither here nor there. When we say creative and we say booking, to me, that's one in the same. Yeah, me too. Okay. Now, for... KO, AJ, KO, Nakamura, all bad. It was it's basically been kind of the same thing, but the K uh the Nakamura AJ feud went longer with more silly finishes, more bad finishes. At least with KO and AJ, you had the one real bad finish where AJ couldn't get out of the uh the table or whatever. Yeah, where he stepped through the monitor okay. hole. Outside of that, I mean, it, it was what it was. Could have been better. Yeah, that's could, probably my favorite finish of the whole see, fucking thing, too. See, fuck that, man. See, just let, just let certain guys classic take SmackDown. The, certain guys can take an L, <laughs> and it shouldn't be an issue. Vintage okay. SmackDown. <laughs> AJ could take an L, and it shouldn't be an issue. KO can still kind of take an L, and it shouldn't be an issue. Uh, I think KO's just, Teflon. Just let yeah. these guys. Play it out versus, oh, we're going to be cute, and this is the cute way we're going to extend the feud. Just let the shit play itself out. This is banned from ringside. New sponsor this week, ladies and gentlemen, F&B Eatery. Welcome to the family. Welcome to the family. To um, my boy Mike, is a personal friend of mine. He and I used to work together many, many moons ago. I will not say the name of said restaurant, but he knows where I'm talking about. So this has a personal effect for me because this is someone that is near and dear to my heart. Check him out on... 3453 Hampton, Southampton, very close to JJ Twig. So we're keeping it all close to the family. Bang, bang. So he told, we talked the other day, and I was like, what do you want me to say to people that haven't been there? What 
will separate you from everyone else. And his direct quote was, this is the best hamburger that you've never had in St. Louis. I have personally had this hamburger myself. And I can honestly say I've had hamburgers from many, many places because I don't cook. So I, and I always get off late, so I got to eat something late. This is a hamburger that, like he said, it is so good you just don't know about it. I've drive by this place all the time to pick up Bill, and sooner or later I'm going to have to go back in there because now he's part of the BFR family, so we have to support. But nonetheless, this is a golden opportunity for you to get on this train. Follow my advice for once, non-wrestling related. Go check out my boy Mike and F&B Eatery. This man's got turkey burgers. Obviously, we were talking about the beef burgers. Patty melts, Rubens, grilled turkeys. He's got a kid's menu that's going to have toasted ravioli, grilled cheese, hot dogs. You name it, my man's got it. Go check him out, F&B Eatery on 3453 Hampton. Tell him Jay Bell from Band from Ringside sent you. I'm looking forward to bringing my wife and kids there because my wife's a black bean burger person, and they got a black bean burger, and, you know, my kids are kids. So. F&B Eatery, y'all. This is Band from Ringside. All right, before we get out of here, uh, the PWI Top 500 came out this week. Well, the whole thing came out, but it was behind the paywall, and I don't have it. So they, I, can I know, only, number one and number two. I can, only yeah, look right. at, I can only look at the top ten, but here's the top ten. Omega number one, Styles two, Okada three. It's important to remember that Kayfabe plays into this. Omega one, Styles two, Okada three, Lesnar four, Rollins five, Strowman six, Reigns seven, Cody at 8, Naito at 9, and The Miz at 10. The Miz was 10 last year also, and AJ Styles is number 2 last year. Thoughts? That's a pretty good list. Yeah. I mean, like, without delving into it and thinking about it too hard, because, I mean, I know those guys put a ton of work into it. Uh, You know, I remember we did a show last year about this, Mm -hmm. and, you know, we kind of had our own. Uh, I mean, that sounds good. I don't necessarily have a problem with it either. Uh, I guess if if we're sticking to... Brock Lesnar should be on this list as much as he's number four. As much as yeah, I'm, yeah. no, I'm totally agreeing with it. As much as we slammed him for his title reign or whatever, being an absentee father to the WWE, if you're going to have him run this long, then he needs to be on this list. Miz at ten is fine. Cody on this list is fine. I, honestly, I can't think of anybody that is not in this top 10 that should be on this top 10. I mean, yeah, if you take kayfabe into it, that's certainly true. Um, Strowman really didn't hold any belts, but, I mean, I guess that's neither here nor there. I'd I'd like to see the list. I'd like to see where Jericho is just for making the jump to New Japan and coming back. I mean, that's got to... Yeah, I would probably, like you just said, you could swap Jericho with Strowman because he's had an impact, but... How much of an impact? You know, he's selling he's, some merch. Yeah. He's not had any titles. If we're still talking about kayfabe style, yeah, he hasn't wrestled. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but he has a belt, right? And he no. won it from he won it from Naito and hasn't defended it since. But it was he won for a while, but it also made him ten time Intercontinental Champion, right? And you know, he had the mat, he had the program with Omega, which is arguably more important than anything. Strowman's okay, yeah, done. there you go. Two, there, that's his two matches for the year. Kenny Omega and uh, Naito. He didn't wrestle WWE in between July and June. But think about those two matches versus anything that Strowman's done. I mean, Strowman's there every week being the monster among men, but like when you look at like big quality matches, what's he doing? Yeah, I know. And I I know that the the way that they figure it out is 
it combines like uh, kayfabe and shoot style stuff. So, which is pretty much the way that everybody talks about wrestling anyway. anyway. So, I mean, in that respect, yeah, this is exactly right. I don't have a problem. I'll, with I'll it. take it. No, it's about to say Strowman might be the only one you can argue outside of that. It, it, it's a solid, legit top ten list. All right, I can't wait to see the rest of it. Can't wait to see where Curtis Axel is. Jesus Christ. Oh, he's number 11. He was on the list last year. <laughs> Fighting for that top 10, No, remember, la- remember last year, I think we'll do it next year. I'll, don't don't look at the list. I'll look at the list when we see it, and I'll ask you who you think is higher. higher. Yeah, that's what we did last year. Yeah, yeah, when no, the complete list comes out, yeah, we can do that. Definitely do that. And then is there anything else? Oh, and Lashley took out the Ascension. Thoughts on that, guys? Yeah, I mean... Like my wife was watching him, and she she walked in, and Lashley was facing the Ascension. She goes, "I don't know who any of these guys are." But did anybody think the Ascension was going over? No, I was, even though I, it was I'm a not, handicap. Bobby question, Lashley's gone over. The the question was Bobby Lashley beat Roman Reigns, so he's over, right? Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, fuck out of here, he ain't over. The question was the joke. Uh, Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley. <laughs> he ain't over. Bobby. You wrestle with the Ascension. You ain't over. Bobby Lashley uh, would be a good heel. Ooh, and uh, what you guys think about the New Day Booker T segment that opened Comedy up? Central. I loved it. Comedy I absolutely Central. loved it. I especially loved whenever Biggie went to do the break dance and then they just like spun, spun him around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was good. No, it was good. It, it was, was good. A, it was better than I thought it was. It was a different way to start off SmackDown. You know, at least it wasn't a long talking segment that ended up with the GM coming out and starting some bullshit. And we're going to do a tag team match for the main event. Yeah, and next week there's another tag team. Uh, <laughs> next team, no, you're right, next you're week right. there's another triple threat tag team to see who faces the bar. The bar, and it's Rusev and in English versus I don't even remember. Oh, Sanity and somebody else. Nobody fucking cares. <laughs> Stop. There's people that care. I want to care. Our listeners care. It's not there. I just not, can't think of the ter- third team off the top of my head. It's not those workers' fault. It's probably the colognes again. No, it's I like how they else. threw the colognes in there. Like anybody, like they haven't even mentioned the colognes, and they should have just called them Los Matadores. Can't even imagine that they're still on the roster. Just couldn't even. They're good hands, man. They're good hands. Hey, everybody, we know there's a ton of podcasts to listen to, so we appreciate you taking the time to listen to ours. We got only four birthdays this week. TJP is 34. Karma, awesome Kong, is 41. She just came out that she was faking her pregnancy when she quit WWE. I can't believe we yeah, haven't talked about a, that. Man, that's some yeah, shit right there, That is wild, that's man, shit. because she came out, out and did a tearful... She did a tearful promo about why she was leaving, and she was faking her pregnancy. Cold Which just happened on season six of Sons of Anarchy. Uh, Xavier Woods is 32, <laughs> and Sin Cara is 41. Sin Cara Hunico. Uh, oh, hey, actually watched 205 Live this week. Look at you. And look at us for all in. Buddy Murphy, yeah. okay? Great match. Yeah. Go ahead. For Sorry. Shock City Studios. Yeah. For Sam the Mauler Mall. It's the perfect house. For Jack. F&B Eatery. Welcome Jack. aboard, guys. Soul Taco. Jack. JJ Twix on yeah. Southampton. Jack. For Zach Pullman. For Jack. Jason Cornelius Bell. Jack. I am Bill Vagy. And everybody, look for us in All In. And hashtag Boo the Heels. Boo.